Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Sean, and hello from Los Angeles. I'm Mike Dowler, and this is Conversations. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and of course, follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. On Twitter, at Converse Radio. That's like the shoe without the E at Converse Radio. And of course, on Facebook, we are Conversations, the podcast. Like what you hear, please drop me a line, conversationspod at gmail.com. I'm getting lots of great email from you guys. Thank you so much. You're liking it. And I'm getting lots of good feedback as far as what guests you want to hear and questions about how do I start a podcast. And I will say this, uh, anybody can do a podcast and um, your loyalty is uh, just amazing. And I thank you. Great show tonight. We'll be talking to Joey Vieira in just one second. I want to thank our guest from two weeks ago, Ruby J. Ruby J is an actress, a singer, dancer, influencer. She's got a lot going on. Her recent project, of course, she played Holly in Hulu's Holly Hobby. She's also going to be on CBS this fall on a show called The Unicorn. So she's got her oars in many different streams and music as well. RubyJ.com. That's her website. Her new music that's out, it's a song called Goals. Wonderful song. That available for download at many digital download platforms. So again, check her out. RubyJ.com. That podcast and all our podcasts are on our website and they're on Apple Podcasts. So go to the iTunes store, search Conversations Radio, and there we are. This is 52. Our guest tonight is going to be Joy Vieira. Coming to us live from the Gold Coast, Brisbane, Australia. Our co-host tonight, returning co-host, this is his third time with us. A good friend of mine, he is an actor, a voice actor, probably an influencer. I don't know. I've not gone that way with him yet. But certainly, um, he's definitely made his mark in voiceovers. We work together. You may hear him as Donkey, Optimus Prime, Superman, and much, much more. His work appears on Hulu, as well as Cartoon Network, and all over the web. Welcome back, Jason Lewis. Jason, how are you? Good, man. Thanks for having me back, Mike. I, I always love being here in this, and I think this is a fantastic show you got going on. And um, I love the way you just uh, are able... I was telling you at work the other day, I love your, your disarming way with the guests, and I think it's really... Uh, you know, fantastic that uh, to be a part of this. And so thank you. I'm just really honored you had me back, man. Well, I'm glad you could make it up. And again, this was like a last minute thing. We were just talking literally yeah. three days ago. It's like, you know, Jason, let's do another show. And he goes, yeah, I'm down. It just kind of worked out. <laughs> I know. I, I was uh, I was actually at DreamWorks today working on a project. And uh, so that's why I was not at Universal. So uh, I've got a pretty exciting thing that I can't really get into there going on. But I love that. I love uh, when people say that. Yeah. I can't tell you if I did, I have to kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's uh it's it's very it's a it's a interesting project i've been working on for the better part of a year with them so but it's all it's so far it's just been internal and, and testing and things like that with some different technologies so i'm but i'm very excited to to, to start seeing it kind of come to fruition we it'll, it'll it still has a ways to go before we're done though so well you're a busy guy i mean <laughs> not just acting but voiceover stuff you're a parent yeah. to uh two beautiful kids and yeah uh, i got Got one on the way. 
we're, Another uh, one. we're doing November. Number three. Uh, wow. Number three. You got the whole, uh, the yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon you'll have, to, have that Brady Bunch grid filled out, you know? Yeah, well. I feel like you know we're we're the, we're the Incredibles, we're the Simpsons. You know we got the two point five kids. You know, <laughs> uh, so hey, talking uh, about a Brady Bunch, did you hear about the house? You know, I I a while back I heard something that Lance Bass was going to get it, and then he didn't, and he was really upset about it. And I don't know what's going on though. Well, they basically rebuilt it inside to match exactly <laughs> how it looked on the show. Oh my they word! Added, really? They added the second level. Because, you know, in the show, the second level was actually just a facade they put up. Oh, that's interesting. But it's it's, it's the Brady Bunch house now. That is cool. I mean. That is cool. All they did now I definitely is, want to go see it. They need the station wagon in their set. <laughs> so. Uh, I, where, where is it exactly? It's over it's in, in the Sherman Oaks. It's in Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks. Yeah, you can Google it. It's all over the web. It's no, yeah, I, you know. I know. The guys. It's, this internet thing. Yeah. yeah you know, nobody hides. The um the guy that owned it before I guess they really let, let it go downhill and I guess they made him an offer and they they bought him out so very excited and there are a lot of houses like yeah. that iconic houses like that in L A that uh, people film and probably a lot in Australia as well. There's a great uh, Australian comedy. I don't, I don't know if you uh, watch any uh, Australian films, but there's one called uh, The Castle from the late '90s, and uh, it stars a, a very young Eric Bana. Actually, not even in a supporting role, not even a leading role, uh, but it's got some of uh, some of the funniest Australian actors ever in it, and uh, it's it's really a great little indie comedy. Uh, if you ever get a chance to watch it, take take an hour and a half and do it. You'll you'll be glad you did. It's really funny, for sure. Yeah. Hey, let's go ahead and <laughs> let's go ahead and dive in because we've got a lot of show here. We've got a fantastic guest tonight, Joy Vieira. Joy Vieira is uh, actually bike coastal lives here in uh, L.A. as well as Australia, the Gold Coast, Brisbane, Australia. Uh, he's an actor, and he's done some voiceover stuff as well. Grew up in uh, the Bay Area and found his way to performing arts, I want to say via uh, sports and then ballet, but has worked really, Jason, kind of in all mm-hmm. facets of entertainment, which is kind of cool because you kind of get a pulse. Yeah, it seems for, like he's uh, all over the place. You get a pulse for kind of like what's, what the business is. You do, do different jobs, you know. Primarily right now, he's got a couple things out. The new Dora movie is coming out this Friday, actually. He stars as Nico. Diego's father. I saw the preview, and you know, my my daughter loves Dora, and so and so did my son. So we're actually, uh, I'm excited to go check it out. So, <laughs> so also he is on a show on ABC called Reef Break, where he plays. Oh the, no, I've not seen that. that uh, that that'll be. Uh, is that a surfing show? No, no it's not a surfing. I imagine <laughs> not or? quite. No, he plays oh, a detective. Oh, okay. Detective Tolman on that. A detective. Oh, okay. Yes. It's a, like a procedural kind of um, thing. Yeah, and. When he's not doing that, he's done voiceovers for. You heard about The Simpsons, right? Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, they're okay. They've only been on TV for like thirty years. I like that. <laughs> he's done voices for that. <laughs> Shows like San Andreas, Texas Rising, Secret Agent. Those are big movies. That, that rock guy's got a good thing going. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I want to bring him in because uh, again, Joey's got a real story to tell. I don't know. I don't know how he landed in Australia, but he did, and. Uh, Married to a beautiful woman, and they're making a go of it there in Australia. And he comes here and does stuff too. So I want to say hi to from Brisbane, Australia, yeah, down under where it's Thursday. By the way, <laughs> Joy Vieira, how are you? I am good, and yes, I am in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
it's it's just after 1 p.m. Um, here uh, on Thursday. Oh wow! And I am, and I'm halfway through my day. Wow, that's a good that's a good thing. Yeah. And it's it's beautiful. It's sunny. Um, you know, the, uh, I'm I'm just outside of Brisbane, the city, uh, in the state of Queensland, Australia. And it is pretty much summer year round here. So today, I think it's something like 27 degrees in Fahrenheit. I don't know, is that 80 something? And it's winter. Yeah. 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 It's crazy, man. <laughs> so crazy. We, we, we can't complain. Um, no. It's, it's... Now, are but you it's... based down there now? Uh... I have been because of all the work that's been that I've been getting. Um, okay. So I've been based here for the past. Uh, pretty much like five and a half years, but I've been back and forth. Um, my wife as well, who also works in the, in the film industry. So we've, we've pretty much now set up camp here and it's just gotten busier and busier and busier um, to the point to I've got stuff overlapping sometimes. Wow. Which is, it's nice. Look, as you know, this industry's wacky, mm. crazy up and down and all around. And we get highs and we get lows. Um, and sometimes we get out of the lows and sometimes we don't. Um, and I've sort of been on this sort of high for the past few years, uh, great, which man. took me, you know, took me about 20 years to sort of break in a way. Uh, yeah. But, I know that feeling. <laughs> you've been yeah, doing this, you've, you know, been do, it, you've been doing this for a while, actually. Yeah, I, I have. And you know what? I guess because I'm having fun, I've always had fun doing it. Right. No matter how big or small the roles were, I always enjoyed it. And I guess because of that, I, you know, I didn't realize, you know, 20 years went by. <laughs> yeah. Boy, it goes fast. Oh. Uh, you blink and it happens. Uh, that's so true, man. It goes very yeah. fast. You know, you were, uh, it says uh, you went to Cal State Northridge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I, I graduated out of a um, small town um, in the Central Valley called Livingston. Yeah. Let's, uh -huh. let's, back, I, let's back up a bit on that because, again, uh, Traditionally, uh, you, you grew up in Livingston, which is a farming town, Northern California. Uh, you want to say yep, born Central in, California? Um, born in um, San Mateo, okay. uh, living in um, Half, Half Moon Bay sure. for, for a couple oh, of years. Okay. Yeah, and then I my family that. moved Yeah, and then they moved inland um, to Livingston, a little farm town. And my parents, who um, uh, uh, immigrated into the U.S. in the early 70s from an island called Terceira, uh, which is part of the Azores Islands between Europe and America. And um, so wow. they came out not speaking the language. So I was, you know, we, I popped, she popped, they popped out two of them, um, me and my <laughs> sister. And um, we pretty much only spoke Portuguese at home. Uh, and then living, oh. in, and living in Livingston, we spoke Portuguese at home and we only spoke Spanish with all of our friends. And then we hmm. only spoke. We only watched Spanish or Mexican, you know, uh, television. Sure. You know, Univision, you know, grew up watching, you know, Chapo, yeah. uh, El Chapo, um, which was just, uh -huh. you know, and all the novelas in Spanish. It was, that's just, that was our upbringing. And it was easy to go from Portuguese to Spanish, pretty much, you know, that's all I spoke fluently. And then in school, I was held back in kindergarten because I didn't speak <laughs> enough English. Oh. oh no! Okay, <laughs> which is fine, you know. It's it's, but that's how, but that's how most of the community was. You know, we we most of us spoke, you know, like, where English was sort of either our second or third language for most people in the community. Right. Yeah. Now, Half Moon Bay is that a is that above San Francisco or below? I... It's just west. Yeah, just west. 
towards so towards like, the coast. Like, towards the coast. Like Monterey, yeah. a little bit north of Monterey. No, north north of Monterey. So if you're in San Francisco, uh-huh. and you can either loop up and around and hop on the one freeway, right? And then that brings you down, and you go across Half Moon Bay. Um, it's probably about what 30, 40 minutes from Santa Cruz. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Oh, so, yeah, so it's it's a it's it's a fishing town. Yeah, yeah. Which is That's why beautiful. my family went there. Yeah, they went there originally because coming from a small island that, you know, a lot of the, their background was in farming and in fishing. Sure. Oh, I just I think Portuguese is such a beautiful language. I, 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 I know Spanish pretty well, but a little bit of Portuguese. I know I think it's just such a beautiful language to speak. You know, exactly. Thank you. See, and, and I've got family also in Brazil, so it's there's a just like the American language, American language, the English language, you know, there's a there's a, a variety of di- dialects, and so when I'm when I've visited family in Brazil, you know, it's 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 very poetic the way the Portuguese uh, sound is um, compared to the Portuguese from um, the, you know the, the from Portugal. Um, yeah, it just, really is. It really yeah. is poetic. That's a good. So way mais assim, é uma maneira um pouco mais como cantando. Wow, um, this sounds sexy. You know? It does. <laughs> Mike, Mike, you're married. Stop you're it. Right, I'm married. <laughs> Let me back up just Oi, a bit here. Vai. Let, me ba- vai, Let me back Muito up a bit bem. here, guys. And again, again, you, 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 you went to school in Livingston. You went to high school. You played sports. I did. Small towns, we played everything. And when we played everything, I mean, we also played every position. So, like, when you're, you know, when you were, like, I'm a linebacker, you know, I was playing football. And I was a running back. Um, it, it, that's just, you know, it, when the other team had the ball, you just turned around, right? Okay. <laughs> you know, really funny. And, and, and being from a, you know, a heavily, you know, Latino sort of background, um, community, you know, we were all like five foot tall where everyone else was like, you know, six foot yeah. taller. <laughs> there was one year where we didn't win a single game. Um, oh. but we had fun, but we had fun. So yeah, I played football, baseball, uh, was the wrestling team. Um, track and field. I was in choir. Uh, I was part of the student body from um, rally commissioner to uh, treasurer. So yes, I, I was very involved with with the community and with with uh, with the school. Sure. Um, and and then I got involved with. Um, I had a girlfriend uh, in my uh-huh. junior year in high school who was from the next town over, and she was in ballet. Yeah. And she did you know. They asked me to come over and then take a class, and I did. And I was doing football. You know, football practice ended, and hopped in my car and drove over to um, Merced. How did that go over with the team uh, that you were, that you took up ballet? Yeah, I didn't say anything for a little while, uh, but I can tell you, like me personally, walking into a room, you know, high school kid walking into a room with girls in tights, and maybe one or two <laughs> other guys. Um, and the other two guys weren't really interested in the girls. So it was just, it was, I was, it was heaven. I almost, I almost didn't want to share the information. I was like, <laughs> Oh God, this is really, but my, you know, like I had a girlfriend, you know, at the time and, and very committed and I absolutely loved her. Um, to this day, she's just, just a nice, awesome human being who now lives in Canada. Um, Jennifer Van, but she's her family's the one who pretty much broke me and and, and put me on stage and oh, wow. opened me up to awesome. you know th- the entertainment industry, and I eventually told you know the, the football players and of course they start calling me names which I, honestly it didn't really bother me. Why would it? That's, um, yeah, you know. 
I mean, <laughs> but geez. no, but no one else. My coach was very supportive, which was really cool. But no one, and it's funny because my my girlfriend's parents would say, you know, can you get some of the guys to come in and and do ballet because we need more men. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. one, not one put their hand up. I mean, you're looking at a team that didn't win a game all year. They really have no right to uh, call you names about ballet. You know, that's a good point, Mike. Yeah, very good. Point. I mean, yeah. yeah. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, <laughs> you, you remind me of that. <laughs> you remind me of that kid in uh, in Rushmore. Uh, the, I don't know if you ever saw that, but like, you know, Jason Schwartzman's character was like involved in literally every aspect of school, and like, it was, <laughs> I don't know, just made, it just gave me visions of you like wearing different uniforms and like different, you know. Like being in literally every club and like being the class president, and, you know. I mean, <laughs> and I mean, my it, halftime halftime show for a football game my freshman year, I've run out, you know, from a, with with the trumpet in hand off the middle of the field to play. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that's 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 it. That's it. You were Jason Schwartzman in Russia. I, I mean, you're you're in a small town there. It's not like you're in Chicago or New York. You know, you're playing you know in, in Livingston. So obviously, yeah. obviously, you kind of, kind of uh, have to improvise and make it all work. But it did work but, for but you. That, you. You finished. It, it did work. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we, what's great about it, man, is is that because it was such a small community, you know, we those opportunities were there. I think in larger schools and large communities, you you only have the one, the two, or three different things you can do a year. That's it. There's no room for you. Where where I came from. We, you know, we needed as many as possible, so we were exposed to so much more, which I guess helped round me in a way. What was the today. turning? What was the turning point for you? Obviously, you you, you decided you were. I guess somebody told you it says, "Hey, if you really want to pursue acting, then go to college and major in it." Is that how it worked? Yeah, I was. Um, I can I cannot remember the director's name. So I was doing a musical uh, at hmm. Merced, and um, the musical was called Starmite. The mighty Starmites fight for the future. Wow. The future Gosh, I don't think I've free. ever heard of that. I like it. <laughs> um, small production, um, <laughs> musical. Um, uh, and I was, I was getting ready to go to, um, I wanted to go from Stanislaus State. I, was, I did a, a year and a half at Stanislaus State University. Oh, cool. And I, I wanted to transfer to a school um, outside of Livingston and wasn't really sure what to do. And I spoke to the director about, you know, making a move and, and not really sure what to major in. And he said, look, you know, everyone, you know, we're all told, you know, you, you got to major in, you know, whether it be business or law or, or, or science or medicine, something, you know, we always think of these, these, you know, these high profile sort sure. of careers, which are amazing. I had no interest in them. Mm. My interest was in entertainment. My interest was in, you know, b- being creative and he said, look, you know, so many people go into, say, law and they drop out or they go into law and they just they just don't become lawyers because they right. never enjoyed it. And he's all don't waste those four years of your life doing something you're unhappy with, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when you graduate, who knows what job you'll get? Who knows what you'll do? Yeah, exactly. But enjoy that journey exactly. in college. So I yeah. studied. I went. I, got, I was a theater major at CSUN. Wow, man. That's great. And again, for and, folks that don't know where CSUN, it's Cal State Northridge. Cal State University is part yeah. of the California college system here uh, in the state of California. Mm-hmm. Uh, CSUN's a it, phenomenal college. Um, it's It's been around for years. It got pummeled in the Northridge earthquake a while back. Uh, but rebuilt. And I, I, I attended that very next year. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. That's why uh, I was, was accepted, a... by the way. I think <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, they didn't have much. Yeah. Uh, the, the theater was, as I recall, was was pretty damaged, and I think that the campus really grew after after that. Um, and yeah. They began to you know rebuild and build new spaces and stuff, but. Yeah, it, it was it was a common thing for me to see, you know, half of the people that I saw on campus were all wearing, you know, hard hats. Yeah. Yeah. The majority yeah, of the buildings a, were crushed. It was no, a it weird was. time, man. It was I really mean, bad. I remember 95 was such a weird time in L.A. because we were all like in this weird recovery mode of from from the earthquake and Northridge just t- it took so long to get the mall back up and going. And like it was. That's right. Yeah. Was I, I, I grew up in, in L.A. and was was a big big the valley was a big part of my life um because i actually grew up in santa clarita but a lot of my uh, friends and everybody in, the, in my church they were all down in, in northridge in the valley so uh-huh. we would always be going down there and when the earthquake happened or <laughs> the five collapsed so yeah, that's right valley just, you know it was not as easy or accessible as and, and so we were stuck up there for quite some time and everything changed and you know i wound up like just shifting friend groups like really quickly and it was really weird so you guys got through it, Jason. You turned out oh, yeah. perfect, and um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and Joey, you graduated. You got your you got your degree. And... I did, I did, and I can say, you know, I came from a town of I think the population was probably about six thousand at the time. Okay, and I moved to Los Angeles in my late Ooh. teens, and it was it was extremely overwhelming um being away from, look every time i would visit my parents probably every weekend which was a four and a half five hour drive uh to see them i would cry um leaving the house oh my because i i never had never i felt pretty alone for a while okay oh, from a small town yeah. sorry to hear that man i, I, I can um, understand how jar- jarring la can be though totally. it's culture shock for yeah sure. i mean it's it it, it, it yeah, and you come across just in a way like I was very naive as well. Like I, you know, I, look, I'm around. My culture was, you know, like like I, you know, we were all Catholics. Majority of the town's Catholics. Um, dibs and dabs of of, of other uh, um, um, ethnicities and and religions. But I came into a town where, like, you know, even just you know, Judaism. I, I knew nothing about it. Um, <laughs> you know, I I learned it was like a crash wow. course. I had a family actually take me in my last year of, of university, take me in and, and teach me about like, you know, how the, the, the silverware, there's one used for meat and one not used right. for the spin blast. And I'm like, wow, this is really <laughs> cool. It's a lot yeah, to keep track yeah, of. Yeah. Very, that must have been mind blowing, man. It, it, again, it, the culture shocking because I grew up in San Francisco and I came to L.A. in the 80, in early 80s. And uh, yeah, it was it's different. It's very different here. If you're pursuing a career in entertainment, it's very, very different. And you went ahead and you got you got your degree, and you kind of got your feet wet in, in a lot of different areas of entertainment, not just acting, but behind-the-scenes stuff. So you did uh, a yeah. lot. Remember that show, uh, Singled Out? With yeah, Jim, I remember Jim that. McCarthy, yeah. So I, I, in, so I wanted to get an idea of what it was. So I was, look, I, had, I, I think my first year at, at, at uh, CSUN, I, I got an agent um, within about a year, and then I booked national commercials. So I became SAG pretty quickly. Um, but I wanted to get an idea of what the other side of the camera was like, just for me, like to just getting knowledge about it, but at the same time seeing, is that another direction I want to go in? Cause I know sure. how hard, you know, it, well, you all know how hard acting is on yeah. uh, being in front of camera and how competitive it is. 
Yep. So I, I dabbed in and I was I was interning at, at, at you know with MTV doing singled out. It was awesome. It was a blast. That yeah. was that was a heck of a time to be at MTV, man. That was like the beginning of real world and like yes. all that stuff. Man. And MTV was it their dance party thing they did in Malibu? Yeah, that's yeah, that's I'd go to that. I was getting invited to all these events and stuff, which was really cool. Um, and I learned about casting. Um, look, I was a, look, I was an intern. You know that I'm I'm the I'm the productions assistant, assistant, assistant. You know, you're the bottom mm-hmm. of the barrel. But they do throw you into everything. Um, and then the following year or two years later, I did an internship with Jeff Shore. I believe is his name. He worked at E Entertainment doing True Hollywood Stories. Oh, interesting. Okay. And I worked with him for for us for a summer. And after doing the program, he was like, so what do you think? I said, you know what? I think acting is more my thing. He says, then keep doing it, man. He's like, don't worry about this behind the scenes stuff. Just keep focused on acting. And I was like, thanks for that. He was, it was really, he was a really, really really, cool. Yeah. Really, really nice guy. And he said, look, ever need any help, anything, just, you know, just shoot me an email. He was really nice. Really cool. That's really cool. I, you know, I had some people uh, early on when I was, uh, I had to do my internship when I was in college too. And, and I was fortunate enough to work with some uh, a division of DreamWorks at that time called Patchwork Productions, and uh, they're the same thing. Like I, I finished my internship that semester, and you know, and I was trying really hard to like you know fit into that culture of of the, the office you know uh, production stuff. And it's just it's so not me. It was it was just not what I wanted to do. And you know, I had a lot of friends that were eager to be filmmakers, and and while I loved it, I was like, oh, I want to be an actor. You know what I mean? Like that was what. I yeah. I hear. I, I totally understand what you mean. I'm looking at your resume because uh, at some point you decided to get serious and not intern and actually start going out for gigs. Some of your early roles here, <laughs> 1999, and and I like the, the progression here because the shows become more familiar as you up the list here. So in 1999, we got Pacific Blue, that was a TV show, and then uh, Tales from the East Side. That was E and uh, that was a digital entertainment network. That was Den. Huh. Okay, they were a they were ahead of their time. They created a production company that was for web. They they were their first like web series production company in Los Angeles oh, before the two thousand crash. Okay, and when it crashed, they packed up and left <laughs> with their with their Ferraris and their overpriced cars. Um, wow. That was a Latino story that was shot in um, in downtown or South Central LA, and I played you know one of the gangsters who was who was shot and killed. So I was like in these like dream sequences, um, but God, that was a that was a really that yeah that was the start of I guess online programs, but they, yeah. but they ended up you know um, going bankrupt, and then two, huh. and then two thousand came along, um, home the horror story. Mariachi. <laughs> I'm going way back here on your list. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a reason why I'm doing this, because as I go here, okay, now here we go. Big, big turn here. Strong Medicine. We all know that show. Yeah. Huge yeah. show. So how did you get that gig? Because that, that, to me, that that's really a show that everybody kind of recognizes. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, as you... You start to build a reputation with with cast and directors as you audition here and there, and then they start putting you up for you know for better shows, and that's sort of where it started. So Strong Medicine was probably my first, you know, would have been my first casting with that with that cast director. I don't recall who it was back in the day, 
God, 2001. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, Time flies. And that huh? was a great little. It was a great little Latino role playing a, a salsa dancer. And I, I look, I had a background in salsa dancing. Really? Mm. Wow. That's yeah. cool. I studied at Arthur Murray and was teaching at Arthur Murray in no Woodland Hills. No kidding. Wow, man. That's great. <laughs> Arthur Murray. Wow. Hey, man, you got to do what you got to do to make it, make well, it yeah. work. You know? And then you were on The yeah. Shield. You were on The Shield. Did an episode of The Shield. Yeah. Which is great. And then the big one. That had to be cool. What was what was that like being on the shield? That that's a, such a good show. You know what? I, I got that right after I did uh, Kitchen Confidential with uh, with Bradley Cooper. Um, and I, again, I guess as you know, as as you see, it's just it was a progression. You 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 go from these little roles, and they and casting starts starts to sort of you know um, um, trust you and trust that you're going to be you know you're going to be good on set, and it's easy to work with. Um, so I started to gradually get more and more work, and obviously the shield being such you know. Gosh, well, world-known, you know, program. Um, that was a difficult role for me um, because mm-hmm. it was it was um, in Spanish only, and they wanted me to be an El Salvadorian um, cop killer huh. from a gang. And so, but what was great about that role was that not that I have friends that are you know <laughs> cop killers or any of that, but I do have look my, my hometown friends. We'll research that by know, the way. Yeah, I was able. To, well, I was able to call, you know, a friend of mine and and go over the script and go over the dialogue with him and the character, and he really gave me more of an insight, you know, on on how to play it, which was great. So, but when I got the, you know, when I got the role, it's like, oh my god, I must have played it, you know, a lot different than everyone else. Uh, but I right. basically went to, I wouldn't say I went to the source, but I went to someone who's familiar, you know, with being locked up and, you know, you know, who's who's had a, you know, he had a. a a time in his life where, he, you know, he crossed the line a few, you know, a few times. He's not like that anymore, but back then he was. And and for me, it was great research. And then, like this. and then 2014, a total 180, The Simpsons. Now, how did that happen? <laughs> did they reach out to you, or did you like, ooh, ooh I want to do it? How did that happen? Okay, um, they okay. Look, so I went, I went from doing, you know, TV to basically now going into commercials. And as you know, commercials pay really, really well. But what you, what you don't see is, is credits. So when you, when you move into more of the commercial world and you're making money doing commercials, I was always like the token Latino in a commercial. Uh, and I did that for a long time, uh, for quite a few years. And I stopped doing film and television because I was like, this is paying the bills. This is awesome. Sure. Yeah. Um, but you're not getting credit. You know, you look at IMDb and you're going, oh my God, the guy didn't work for six years. Did he quit? It's like, nah, I was making money doing commercials. <laughs> Man, nothing wrong with that. Um, no. And then my, a friend of mine is a producer at The Simpsons. And they had an episode where home, but the family go to Brazil. And they oh, have to learn. I think I remember have, that. Yeah. Yeah. And they, for, the, for the FIFA World Cup. And they have to learn um, um, Spanish. Oh. So my buddy <laughs> calls me. And he says, hey, you speak Spanish. And I said, yeah. He's like, um, well, I've got, you know, I got an episode where they're going to Brazil. Um, uh, and I need you to coach, um, you know, Marge. I said, okay, when? And he's like, you know, whatever day. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not available. He's like, okay, let me call you back. I'll go, oh, by the way, um, they speak Portuguese in Brazil. He's like, oh, well, do you speak Portuguese? I said, yes, I speak Portuguese as wow. well. Uh, so, he, so he hangs up. And I think to myself, wow, I just said no to a job because I had another job. 
That's a good <laughs> problem the, to have. On the Simpsons. Uh, I know, but like, I would rather be on the Simpsons. Anyways, he calls me For back sure. within a few minutes and he says, hey, well, what about Monday? What's your Monday like? And I said, Monday's great. He's like, great, I'm locking you in. So I went in. I coached her for an hour, and we did the whole thing. And then the director says to me, I'm sure we'll be seeing you again soon. Ah. I said, okay, have a nice day. Um, so the role I was reading opposite with her, which said female voice, they ended up making it me. Oh, um, that's so awesome. They, yeah, so they cast me off of the coaching. Um, wow. So they brought me in a month later to do my role. Which was cool, and it was it was basically the translator for uh, for her uh, in, in the in the series when she's on the uh, in the airplane. Um, but that I was pinching myself, man. Look, you're at a table already with all this, you know, all the, the, this cast, and you you grow up. You know, you guys, we all grow up watching The Simpsons. Um, yeah. So it was just it was really cool. It was, it was just it was really 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 special. And I, of course, I'm like you know so thankful um, to my friend for calling me out of the blue. There are <laughs> there are a lot of cartoons um, animated animated features out there and stuff voiceover options but i gotta tell you the simpsons that's the cadillac that is the gold standard to get on that Isn't show it? and it's been around for how many years now jason my god i, I mean, well it's over 30 now yeah. i think they're gonna do their 31st season coming up here and that was, that's um, correct i actually it's funny i, I do uh, remember that episode and uh because i actually love the simpsons i <laughs> I mean, I, I've been, it's my dream to be on that show, but, but I understand what you mean when you're in the room with, with these people who are just legends, you know, like I remember there are many episodes of Justice League Action, right? And I stood next to Mark Hamill and, you know, yeah. and like all these other guys that were just like, they're amazing. Dietrich Bader, you know, it, like who, these amazing actors who are just so encouraging and nice and, and just, they are. How does that? How do, how do I end up there? Like I was like, this is amazing. So, yeah, I get it. I totally get it, man. <laughs> and it's it's funny because uh, Jason, um, Joey did mention that he misses voiceover, and this may be where you yeah. can probably maybe come in and, and and give some some pointers because he wants to you know keep in that loop. I mean, so... well, you know, he's he's been on The Simpsons. I don't know what pointers I can give him. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always give this candid answer. Well, make sure your reel is current. And um, maybe get a get a. a... Just gotta know the right people, Joey. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that that you know, look, knowing the right people. uh, I think I was talking I was talking to Mike earlier about this. It's like you know, knowing the right people, but also you know, having the talent, having the skill, sure, and then just being likable. Mm -hmm. So important in this Um, town. No, that's for sure. Well, and and, you know, and but you know, I think it's really important. I'm glad you told the story you did about how you kind of just had that role in the Simpsons. Cause it's like, yeah, people got to know that, you know, some of these things that come along are, are literally through relationship and through the people you meet. You don't ever know where each relationship is going to go, but you always want to do your best to like, to be your best whenever those opportunities come along, because, uh, that's, that's exactly what, the, how this business works. I mean, it, it's not nepotism. I don't want to say that because that's, it's not like that, but it is like a matter of business where they're like, Hey, we trust you with this. We know, that, know you can do this and that's what we want you to do. So, yeah. And it's, um, you know, when you're on set, when you're on these projects, whether it be one day or 30 days or, or 90 days, you, you one one bad person on set can, can kind of mess it up, like can make you go, ah, oh, I don't really want to go to work. This guy's being a jerk to me or this, you that know, or he's just being difficult. And so I think producer wise, I think they try to avoid that as much as possible. Absolutely. It's like, look, yeah. 
there's going to be things going wrong. We don't want it to be an actor's right. attitude. Right. That's the last thing you right. want, or an actor being difficult, you know. And yeah. I try, I honestly, not, I'm not, not that I'm trying. I just try and be me, but I'll yeah. try not to ask for too much. And I even tell like my 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 reps somewhere, like, don't don't ask them, don't ask them about the trailer. I'm totally fine wherever they put me. I'm happy. Wow. <laughs> You know, and, yeah, and, it's and, like you got to pick your battles. You know, you're kind of like, hey, man, like, yes, maybe you legally deserve this and this according to SAG and whatnot. Yeah. But it's like at the same time, it's like they're going to remember you more and want to work with you more for not raising a ruckus than for raising a ruckus. You mentioned the that, trailer story. Correct. The trailer story. Let me tell you, what, I worked on a movie several years ago, a few years ago, back called uh, Fishes and Loaves. It was a uh, family faith film we filmed um, uh, in uh, San Fernando in a church. For 12 hours, I was a parishioner. Um, but uh, Bruce Davison, Patrick Muldoon, huge actors. And again, we're, we're in this church. And, uh, you know, we're not, we're not talking a multi-million dollar budget here. But um, there, there was this little church there. And we had no AC because they didn't want the mics to pick up the, pick up the, you know, the, the sound. It was, it was the, yep. scorching hot. And Bruce's area literally was the, the, the church crying room. You know, where parents bring their kids when they're misbehaving during services and he just had a rocking chair <laughs> and that was bruce davison's space i mean my god we're talking you know i mean the stuff he's done and um yeah he was just happy with that you know so, so, so it's no like, that's cool man you don't want to rock yeah. the boat i guess you said you grew up in a very kind of catholic community and things like that it, it, it is there still are you still involved in the in that aspect or with your family or in australia or how's that what's that no, like for you know, I, i'm i'm um i'm no i'm i'm not to me like it was a great gosh it was just great like um it's sort of like knowing you know what's right what's wrong and um you know doing unto others as you'd like done to yourself and respect sure. I, I learned all of that through religion um, and, and today as an adult, you know, I think those are great tools to have. And it's a great, I think it's also a great way to teach the kids. Um, yeah, it, it worked absolutely. for me. Um, but I can say like, you know, going to church, no offense. Um, but going to church, I was always bored out of my <laughs> mind. Um, and, and I was like sitting there going, I was listening to gibberish the whole time. Cause they're speaking in, you know, whether they were speaking in Spanish, Portuguese, or English, it's 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 a language that was spoken, you know, a thousand years ago, two thousand years ago. And sure. I'm like, I am I am. So I'd be fidgety. I'd get smacked. I'd get pinched, you know, because you're <laughs> you're the kid who's who wants, just wants right. to go out and run around. So as a kid, I made this promise to myself. And as that was. So my kid goes to he, does, he has religious studies um, uh, every week here. Um, uh -huh. But I said, as a kid, I'm never going to do this to my son. Now, again, this is just me personally, but, the, you know, sure. I'm sure you guys did this, too. I made a list of things when I was a kid that I'd never do to my kid. Um, oh, yeah. One of, them, oh, yeah. one of them was to never make him go to Sunday church. <laughs> if he wants to go when he's an adult, right, go. Right. But as a yeah, kid, yeah, yeah. as bored out of my mom, I do not want my kid to go through the same thing. And then I also promised myself that I would never hit my kid. Can I, can right. I caveat, can I piggyback on that as well? And Jason, you may know this as well. I'm not going to get uh -huh. theological yeah. on you, but I, I do believe there's nowhere in the Bible that says you have to go to church. I don't think that's really in there, is it? I don't, don't think there is. Well, I, I think it's more about church is so misunderstood, yeah. you know, I think, you know, and I, I think that, you know, I totally understand what you mean, Joey, by, by being, you know, just bored to tears, you know, with, with Catholic <laughs> mass and, 
I get it. I, you know, I I understand. <laughs> it's it's remember it's and people have different ways of worshiping and experiencing God, and I I don't think yeah. that is it can't all be in the church. I think that there are other ways that you people can experience and have relationship with with uh, with God. You know, and uh, besides the church uh, is good for community, and the yeah. church is good for for growing, but it's not necessarily like all there is, you know, to the religious experience. And certainly, yeah. fear, certainly fear and guilt is nowhere, no way to live. No, 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 <laughs> so. no, nor is, nor, and, and nor is that really what it's all about. So. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> Let me go ahead and fast forward here real quick here. Cause we are getting low on time, but uh, again, talking to Joey Vieira live from Australia where the Vegemite is flowing heavily probably right now. But uh, <laughs> let me, let me ask you this, Joey, how in the heck did you land up? Did you land in Australia? How did that happen? Um, well, I uh, my my wife um, was the film commissioner for Australia for ten years in Los Angeles, and um, we wow. met before that job. And and um, and she was living in Australia, and we met. We we started dating long distance, and then she moved to America to be the film commissioner for ten years. And then she was offered a job to run. Um, a, a, which is called Screen Queensland, which is basically a the I'd say she's like we call her the queen of the film industry uh, for Queensland, um, huh. and she is. Uh, <laughs> she's my queen. She's my Aww. lady boss. Um, awesome. But so we moved out here five and a half years ago for that job, and um, obviously keeping always keeping sort of the doors open, and we've got a place you know in the U.S. as well as here. Um, and so, yeah, it was basically her job that, that brought us over here. And I, in a way, had to start from scratch building, because you know, like we said earlier, it's, it's built on relationships sure. uh, yeah. and networking. Uh -huh. So from scratch, I had to start over again. Um, but within a year, I booked, you know, I booked a little role, um, a little speaking role of San Andreas. Uh -huh. And from there, I just, you know, From continued. Australia, you booked San Andreas? Yeah, because it was, it was shot here. Oh, that's crazy. A lot of filming that. there. Yeah. A lot of filming in Australia. A lot of, yeah. And that's so my my um my doors doors for me started opening because all of these American projects were coming here. Sure. Uh, and it's funny my wife kept saying to me when we landed, she's like, you know, look, not a not a lot of work for American accents. And she's like, and your Aussie accent isn't, you know, great. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, it's 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 not. It's 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 horrible. Um okay. which I'm I'm okay with. Yeah, I'm not taking Aussie actors work from any Aussie. Right. Um, but a lot of American projects, as they started coming in, obviously I started working more. But before that, I was here for about you know probably two years. My wife nagging me, going, you know, go be a barista, go sell cars, do something. And I'm like, uh, I don't That's really rough. know what else to do. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, I, I'm auditioning for, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm auditioning for Aquaman. I'm auditioning for all these m major, you know, studio projects that are coming out here. And I start right. booking some of them. So from San Andreas, I booked, um, I had a role on um, a, a movie called, a small movie, uh, lower budget, uh, called Jungle with Daniel Radcliffe. And I had a scene with him. Oh, cool. Um hey. Which was great. Uh, a little, a little role in a, a series called um, Hogs, which was a, a, a little mini series about Paul Hogan. Okay. Oh wow. Um, yeah, and then from there, you know, I started, I started doing working with with the local, uh, more independent producers and writers, and getting involved in their projects as much as I can. I still do today, um, but from that, you know, book. 
came, oh, I guess Dora came in pretty much after, oh, no, 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 I put in a movie called At Last, uh, an action comedy, uh, which is a Chinese-Australian co-production, wow. which comes out later this, later this year, so I'll be in Beijing for that premiere. There's um, a lot of Chinese money in the film industry right now. A lot. There is, there is, but there's less, to film in China, there's, there's more red tape there. So they yep. love coming out to you know other countries to film because they can you know there's yep. there's more freedom to film what you want to film. But they're um, eager to get into that space. It's really interesting because I feel like there's a lot of Chinese investors and things putting their money into the film industry. It seems so. Dora and the last yeah. Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Um, you play Nico Diego's father, and that too yeah. shot in Australia, correct? It did. Yeah. So I'm playing. Um, you know, Dora's Tio Nico, and that did film here. That was, gosh, that was, I, I, I've said it in interviews, that was such a dream, like The Simpsons, such a dream job, a dream role. You know, I, my son grew up, we've, I, th we, I think we purchased every single DVD of Dora uh, and of Amen. Diego. Um, he's, he's eight now, so he grew up on Dora and Diego <laughs> You know, he, he learned some Spanish from that as well. Um, awesome. So, yeah, so to, to, just to be able to audition, look, as you guys know, like just just the opportunity to audition is pretty much that's all I want. And that's with all these projects coming out here. We want the opportunity to, to, to audition. And I can say in America, this wasn't happening for me because it's, it's, mm. it's extremely competitive. Uh, and I've come to a country where there's very few Latino actors or American actors here. So when the jobs come up, you're being seen for them. Listen to Which this. Is, listen to this cast, Jason. This is incredible. Uh, Benicio del Toro, yeah. Eva, Eva Longorio, Danny Trejo. I mean, my Jeff Wahlberg. Man. Jeff Wahlberg. I mean, these are just these are A-list actors. And it's yeah. funny because um, Joey and I talked uh, by text like a week ago, and he was ready to board a plane back to Australia. I said, I hope you had a chance to go to Danny's taco place. He said he wanted to be to get a chance to. Because <laughs> he's got, you know, and it's uh, on my well, list. <laughs> I love that. I just love seeing that we're we're seeing these huge. Uh, this is a huge movie, and I think it's going to hugely represent, you know, uh, Latinos in, in in a space that they don't get enough love in. I, I think, you know, and I think it's really great that this this is happening, and it looks so well produced. That's what I'm just so impressed with. Well, Danny Trejo uh, is. Danny did the voice for the voice for Boots. So it was a voiceover oh, he's role. He's so good. He's so it's good. Amazing. <laughs> you would never think that, you know, because he's got this rough <laughs> exterior, and uh, he's voicing a monkey. So that's really, really cool. Well, you know, he he's he surprises on all levels. That Danny. Yeah. <laughs> but again, uh, the the new door movie is coming out Friday. Billboards everywhere here. Joey, you saw they them. They are. They're on buses. They're on bus stops. <laughs> Huge billboards. I mean, gigantic yeah. walls. They've really done a lot to promote this. It's going to be huge. And then again, your other big gig that you've got now is called Reef Break. You play yeah, Detective Reef Break. Tolman. Also filmed in yeah, Australia. With, yeah, also filmed here on the Gold Coast. Um, that's starring um, you know, Poppy Montgomery, who's also the creator of the show. Mm -hmm. um, just a doll to work with. Um, she's great. Uh, I caught up with her while, while we were in Los Angeles as well. Um, and then I, I work closely with Desmond Cham, who plays um, uh, Wyatt Cole, Detective Cole. So he and I work a lot together on the show. 
And that look, that came about like I came in episode two, um, sort of as a trial uh, for mm -hmm. a new character on the show, and they just kept me. Um, That's great. That's fantastic. And then, um, which is great. And uh, so, and uh, I forgive me, I have not had a chance to, to to watch that show. I don't get a chance to watch many procedurals in general because I'm so busy. But <laughs> but well, uh, it's a but fun one. Yeah, it looks good. It's it's a think of look think of like a female version of you know a hot sexy female version of um, Magnum PI. Okay. Oh, that sounds um, fun. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Another yeah, great show. And, and that's Poppy's character, and she's she's a bit of a troublemaker, you know, in the series. But because we're on a small island, we sort of you know let it go, and but also <laughs> go to her for for help with things that probably aren't done, you know, by the book. Um, now, is so it she's sort of the, and. and is it, oh, a is it a serial or is each episode different? You know, each, each episode's different. Okay. Um, yeah, you could watch them on their own in a way. But you know, well, yeah. what am I saying? You, you have to watch the first episode. You have, because <laughs> obviously, look, the first episode sort of sets you up, sets up the area, sets up the island, sets up you know, the reason why, for example, you know, they're driving on the, on the left side instead of the right side. Right. You know, okay. it, it's stuff like that. So that very first episode pretty much explains gotcha. you know, why we are the way we are, where we're at. And, and then from there, and then also, you know, the trouble that's always caused, uh, that, that's being, um, the trouble that we're all coming across on an island like that. It, and it's funny because it be, in a way, it's like, if you think about, you know, bad guys, you know, people sure. who, you know, whether, whether they're, they're killing or stealing or whatever it is, where do they live? Where do they go? You know, you, what do you hide? And, and it feels like this is the island that they go to. <laughs> oh, okay. That's an interesting idea. Yeah. I can't wait to watch this. All right. Do you have rep here in LA too? Are you are you repped out of LA? I, I've got a manager, um, RVP Management, who reps me there. Uh, and then when uh -huh. I was there, I was doing meetings with with agents um, in Los Angeles. But my main rep is RVP Management over there, and then over in Australia, Natalie Hall Management, who okay. who's been taking care of me. And then um, Desiree <laughs> Russell, Desiree is, is my amazing. publicist. Yeah, known Desiree for a long time. Uh, yeah, you know, so it's just you know, look as you you gotta have a team. The good uh, thing is, yeah, is, is you're on everybody's radar right now, because you're doing. Oh, thank you. Just so much. I mean, you've done it. <laughs> you've done film. You've done TV shows. You've done voiceover. You did ballet. I mean, you <laughs> you survived life in a farming town, and <clears throat> used Portuguese to your advantage. So I mean, yeah. you know, I mean that's wonderful. Well, yeah. Yeah, look, I, I grew up, it's funny because I grew up, you know, eating, you know, um, tortillas con, con manteiga um, for breakfast <laughs> yeah. and, oh. you know, you know, and, and menudo and but all home cooked, you know, Mexican meals. And, and that's just that's pretty much all I know. And now it's, it's, I'm, and I'm, now it's, you know, it's Vegemite, Vegemite and Tim Tams. No, 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 no. <laughs> Taco Tuesdays, Taco Tuesdays. Um, that is a top, Tuesday nights. That is my night. I cook on tuesdays it's all mexican food Great. um that, that's no it, it lives on <laughs> bueno i love bueno, it man they need to the latin cuisine needs to be taken australia <laughs> yeah and, and i brought in but look this has been such a like this past yeah. this past year has been has been crazy with with work and um you know it's sort of a wave and i've been i'm, I'm just very thankful but from these tv series i've also done like a bunch of other you know, smaller projects, um, like a sh films that are be hitting film festivals um, this year and next year, one called Confessions and, and Smother, Serena, um, 
as well as a, a pilot series I just finished up called um, Welcome to Wriggleton, playing an American cop living in Australia. Um, and then well, that today, yeah, and then I start filming another one called um, The Audition Bus, oh, wow. which starts filming <laughs> next week, playing an American movie star called um, Jose Mendez. Uh, we, we are winding down, but I got to ask you, when you're out and great, about, man. do you get spotted Thank at you. all? No, no, I don't. I don't. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad I, well, yeah, yeah uh, 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 kids, parents and stuff from like my, my kids' school, but they look, we're all friends. It's sure. people, you know, I know a lot of people. There's no like, oh my God, you're Joey. You know, it's, it's, you know, hey, you're Denim's dad. I'm Denim's dad. That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a kid named Denim. Yeah, Denham. That's a great uh, name. D E N H A M Denham. Oh, I got you. All right. Yeah, that's cool. It's our one of our really close friends. It's his last name, and like a lot of families, we had trouble having children. And uh, our friend of ours, Mark, who helped us out, mm -hmm. we we just my wife and I decided that when we have a child, if we ever have a child, its first name will be Denham, whether it's a boy or a girl. That's, that's really awesome. cool, man. That's so. Beautiful. Well, Joey, what's impressive about you is, is, is like you really you were very determined. You kind of started from the ground up. You got involved in a lot of different aspects of the business, and then finally went for the kill, and started booking. And uh, it's been full speed ahead for you. Some phenomenal roles. Again, living the dream in Australia. My God, that's just wonderful. I would never leave Australia if I lived there. That's just that's wonderful. Again, again, no ozone, but that's okay. I'll, I won't go there. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> But um, I kind of did, didn't I? Oh, boy. Anyway, live radio. But, again, making a go of it there. And, again, it's so different than the U.S. And then working, being a working actor in, in a country that is very new to you. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, I think acting is probably the same everywhere you go. But I got to think the business is a little bit different. And the roles are a little different. But that being said, Jason, as I said earlier, Australia has a huge film community. A lot of stuff being shot there, and I just see it growing even more. Well, I, um, I, I, you know, it's it's that's really encouraging to hear because uh, if things don't work out for me here, I'm coming, Joey. I'm gonna come join you. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I'll bring my family down there, and I wouldn't mind living in Australia at all. Jason, it's it's um, and not look, I'm you know, I'm I we were watching dolphins, uh, you know, out of our back window. Um, oh. You know, jumping out of the water, a little pot of them. It is a different lifestyle. Sure. Um, yeah. And you know, and they, it's very family friendly. You know, loads of parks, and it's it's a lot of That's its family great. focus as well. Um, museums are all free for families or for everybody. That's um, oh yeah, but we pay higher taxes. Sure. We sure. pay higher taxes. Well, but you see it. You see the benefit of it. Sure. Right. 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 Well, I will tell you this: no, when, you're, I... when, you, when you're back in town. Uh, Jason and I will take you out, and the first round is on us. Yeah, man, we'll go Thank to Treos Tacos. Treos, yeah, there you go. <laughs> let's let's, uh, let's jot that down. Out. October, I'll be there in October. Let's do it. Cool, I'd love that. We'll That'd be great, man. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to have you on again because, again, I think your story is phenomenal. Um, you really are making it in this business, and it's, it's very inspirational. And, again, your movie. Yeah, man, congrats. Out this, Thank out, you. Uh, this Friday, guys, the new Door movie is out. It's in theaters. Near you, check your local listings. As well, on ABC Thursday nights, we have Reef Break. Check that out as well. Yeah. And go ahead and check him out on Instagram. Where do they find you on Instagram, Joey? Uh, the Joey Vieira. Uh, so 
the, the, and then Joey, J-O-E-Y, Vieira, which is the tricky part. Um, it's V-I-E-I-R-A. Got it. The Joey Vieira for Instagram. And then for Twitter, uh, all caps, Joey, little case, A, all caps, Vieira. Awesome. Yeah, I, I'm Twitter. following you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thank you. I'll be following be following you guys back i'm not look this whole the social media stuff is still um i only broke into really you know pushing it even instagram um, when i booked dora and then um during reef break i i you know popped open the, the twitter and started getting things out there i i'm you know feel like i'm i'm behind i'm trying to catch up don't let it consume don't let <laughs> it consume you you're good man you're no, doing it the right good. way don't worry <laughs> joey Vieira again actor and voiceover artist, and all things Australia and U.S. Check them out online. Check out Reef Break on ABC. Also, uh, this Friday, the new Dora movies in the theaters near you. Check that out. And again, Joey, thank you so much for joining us here on Conversations Radio. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. Hey, you got it, Joey. That was awesome, man. And Jason, you uh, you, you came in to my rescue. Appreciate that. Thanks for co-hosting. Always a pleasure. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'm, dude, this was awesome. Thanks, Joey. Really great talking to you. And uh, I, I I'm serious about Australia. Like we're, we're things are getting so tough in LA. Like we're like looking anywhere right now. So oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, look, most of my, my 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 good friend. Um, I went to school with university with um Andrew Hilton. He's a writer producer. You know he he's he's got a little girl as well, and he's always like, man, we probably need to get out of here. And I'm like, is it that bad? He's like, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just getting so it's just getting hard. You know, because yeah. unless you do have a consistent gig, that's that's putting you into a certain bracket of, of income. It's just it's tough. You're you're always yeah. you know you're always hustling. California yeah, you want to get well. to a place where it's a little bit smoother road than that. Families. The thing the thing with California as a whole, and we do, we do need to wrap this up. But the thing about it is, I think if you've lived here your whole life, it's a little easier. If you come here from another state without a plan, it's very rough. Yeah. yeah, that is true. Yeah, that and, is absolutely uh, true. But I, I mean, I feel like the, the hard part for me is that this is home. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I grew up here. This is where I'm from. So it's, you know, my wife's from Michigan. So she's like, let's just go somewhere else. It's really cool. And I'm like, yeah, but this is home, man. Like, this is where I come from. So it's hard for me to just want to pull up root and go. And you're right. Wherever I go, I'm starting over like from scratch. And it's That's... like, you know, you're you're rebuilding your network. So, yeah, there you go. And in this industry, it's like it's look the work is no matter where you go, like the work in Australia, nothing compared to what you get in Canada, nothing compared to what you get in the U.S. Mm, um, yeah. But when it comes out, you know, when it comes here, yeah, there's also you know there's also not a lot of American actors here, so you do get put forward for a lot of things. Yeah, um, I, that's great though. I mean, let's uh, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, you're you're booking stuff that's like going. I mean, you're doing great. You book Dory, you book this show on ABC. That's really huge, man, and I, I think it's a real—it's a credit to your work, I'm sure. But it's, but it's really great that you're, you know, you're in a position to like kind of find that entrance that, like, <laughs> in the in the right pond in the right time. That's like your work's able to go. Oh, this guy's brilliant. Here he is. He's been here this whole time, you know. So it's, yeah, it's, it's really great, man. I was, so, but I was really close to selling cars. Oh. <laughs> and you you have done great. I that's performing. That's definitely right, performing man, arts. It, so yeah. Joey, thank you so much. Joey Vieira, actor, and again, I will check you out online. Check out his shows again. Reef Break on ABC and Dora and the Lost City of Gold. That opens this Friday, August 9th here in Los Angeles, all over the world, I think. So uh, 
check that out. Joey, thank you so much. Thanks. And Jason, right. thank you. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long. Mm-hmm.